अब आप सुन रहे हैं बॉक्स आउट एफ एम हर वक्त हर जगह नए जमाने का Okay, great. So uh, we are gathered here today to uh, record an episode of Fresh Out the Box. It's a podcast, Box Out FM, an independent radio station in New Delhi. Uh, in Fresh Out the Box, we basically interview artists who have just released new music uh, to kind of discuss how the music was made, uh, the process of making the music, what they hope to achieve and convey through the music, and uh, just get to know the artists behind uh, the compositions. so uh, really excited to be speaking with uh, all the uh, incredible musicians behind connecting pathways this great collaboration between india and the netherlands to create uh, some really unique some really beautiful music that combines western and indian music disciplines and uh, yeah just uh, really excited today to be speaking to all of you uh, maybe we uh, go around the room and just introduce ourselves and uh, the instrument that you guys play and uh, your names and uh, just a little bit about yourselves yeah so we can we can whoever would like to start let's start with maya <laughs> wow okay <laughs> okay i'm maya bridman i'm a cello player and i play a lot of contemporary music but i also love to improvise and through heiko uh, i was invited to take part in this project and i think it's a really beautiful idea to to connect this one नमस्कार दिस चंद्रशेखर आई एम मृदंगम आर्टिस्ट एंड क्लासिकल म्यूजिशियन आई यूजुअली अकंपनी क्लासिकल म्यूजिक परफॉर्मेंसेस वोकल एज वेल एज इंस्ट्रूमेंटल म्यूजिक दैट्स माय फोर्टे एंड देन आई आल्सो अकंपनी डांस परफॉर्मेंसेस भरतनाट्यम परफॉर्मेंसेस यू नो um that's where i collaborate with uh, other forms um so dance and music uh, combined and i have also done some work with um, sharad ji um on uh, contemporary music and indian music it is classical carnatic as well as hindustani uh, <clears throat> two formats coming together on a platform we have done that and also i have my own group um, which is a percussion ensemble group called akshara and uh, i have presented talwaje kacheris under uh, the banner of uh, akshara uh, so that's little about me and i'm excited to be part of this connecting pathways thank you my name is heiko dijker i'm from the netherlands so i'm very dutch but i do play classical indian music i'm a tabla player producer i compose some music and i find it super fascinating and heartwarming to collaborate with all these wonderful musicians i started my journey hitchhiking from the netherlands i was no musician i just left my country hitchhiking and after one year i reached india and classical indian music touched me very deeply 
So I stayed, I bought a tabla, I started learning, and India has welcomed and warmly welcomed me so much always, and that's in my heart. And that welcoming, I think one of the results, one of the very beautiful results of my journey is this project, Connecting Pathways. And special mention to my brother Sharath, because we go way back, we go back, our connection is from before we were born actually. Our gurus, our teachers were already friends in the 1950s. They were making music together and when we met, we continued this journey full-heartedly. And again, this is Connecting Pathways. My name is Sharath Chandra Srivastava. I'm a violinist composer from India. And I was trained by my grandfather, my guru, Pandit Joy Srivastava, under the legacy of the Senia Gharana. My grandfather learned from many gurus. His elder brother was his first teacher. Then he learned from a great Indian uh, Sarod player who gave up his instrument and played violin. He took up violin. So he played the Drupad and Dhamma techniques of the Sarod on the violin. Pandit Gagan Chandra Chatterjee in Allahabad. So we come from Allahabad. And then my grandfather went on to learn from Baba Alauddin Khan Sahib. So, I mean, from my childhood, I've been just learning, you know, Indian classical music and all of that. But then, you know, when you get into college, you want to do some rock music, right? So I was fortunate enough to join, uh, you know, the greatest rock band back then in the 90s, Parikrama. So I played with Parikrama for about 12, 13 years, then found my own band, fusion band called Mrigya. And uh, so it's just been a great journey, you know, in always, you know, finding something new to work on. And then when I met Heiko in India, then, you know, I've been touring with him uh, in Europe and India. We played so many concerts together and we've been working on different projects. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this journey is, has been beautiful and keeps us busy with something new. And thanks to the embassy of the Netherlands, they asked me to do this collaboration. That's when I thought of all these lovely musicians. And talking about Netherlands, you know, Haikoji's name has to come first. So I contacted him and then he said, we, we will give you beautiful musicians from the Netherlands. And that's when I thought, let's bring this connecting pathways thing forward. And then I contacted Chandrasekharji and Fatehbhai. And then we sort of sat down, made music and composed some tunes, made some parts and then we recorded it in diff the two different countries and then, you know, uh, put up this show together. Great. Yeah, that's, actually, that's a great segue into, I guess, the first question we could open with. But, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, I, I heard the music and, uh, you know, thematically, it's very interesting. There's a lot of different shades of different genres going on. Uh, you know, it's not strictly a, a Hindustani classical venture. So, uh, so I guess uh, my question is sort of how did you guys compose the music? Because obviously, you know, there are certain movements which were inspired by rags, but there are there are others which sounded to me as original compositions. So, what was the process? Because obviously, you guys were not in the same all in the same place. You were in different places. So. What was maybe any if any of you want to want to talk about the composition process? What was that like? 
so uh, basically you know writing new music was the idea behind this show and so me and haiko we were you know constantly going back and forth about what kind of ragas we should choose what kind of you know compositions you know the show is going to be in the evening we should choose some beautiful evening ragas so that was the concept and so he came up with this beautiful tune called flying beyond which is roll of it has got nice rhythm patterns in nine beat cycle so he shared this with me and immediately you know i thought okay this song mridangam star would fit really well so uh, he sent his uh, tune to me and then i uh, along with you know uh, cello and piano we do not have rembrandt today in the show but uh, his piano uh, playing is fantastic and you know uh, maya what she added in the, with a cello so these three files complete section came to me and then i that's when i recorded my violin here in my studio here in delhi and then i took chandru ji to the studio and fateh bhai to the studio and they we recorded the, the uh, their parts so this was the process of making songs and then i came up with uh, two tunes you know i uh, chose this beautiful evening raga called bihag and we called this tune glistering waves so basically just you know talking about melodies rhythm patterns discussing over the phone and then sitting down and recording our parts this is how these uh, songs happened but it must have been quite a different process to do that remotely over the phone or over the internet because this discipline and this style of music is so it's so uh, contingent on being in a room with somebody and like that energy and that uh, sort of dynamic that you develop as classical musicians you really need to be in that room and be looking at each other's faces and movements and you know so so i'm sure it must have uh, provided it it must have made the process a bit more challenging to do it remotely it is always challenging to make music but at the same time thanks to the technology i would say that we are being able to do this otherwise you know i mean like you know there's a live conversation happening i can just pull out the violin i can play haiko ji can come up with this tabla parts and we can at least compose online and we talk almost every day because we have been working together last 20 years so i mean any new, new composition or any project i'm doing he's doing any concert we are sharing files all the time so this becomes really easy but yes of course you know all uh, i mean like all of us sitting in one big room and playing together that feel of course you can never find
to, to me, it was a, a, a real great adventure. I mean, I personally, I took the opportunity to, to ask new people to collaborate. Like Maya and me, we never worked together. And I was, I've heard her music a lot and, and she's absolutely amazing. You should check, I mean, all of her work. Check on Spotify, check on YouTube. It's, it's fabulous. Very, very versatile in improvisational or classical. So I took the opportunity to invite different people and we had never collaborated. And Rembrandt is an amazing pianist, composer. I've done some work with him, which is great. And he has a very, very deep passion for classical Indian music, but he never really worked together. So I also thought, okay, he has to be here. So this was a team that I was wanting to bring together. I mean, from Sharad, I know I can trust a thousand percent. We, we, we hit it off. We gel and we, we inspire each other. We thrive off each other. We enjoy music. Always something nice is happening. So, Based from that trust, I jumped into the adventure of inviting different kind of people. And the way we worked was like, we actually recorded first in the Netherlands, but we were in one room. So I, I chose this format to be in one room together with the three musicians, because we improvise and we had no idea what was going to happen, how we're going to interpret the compositions. And that was a beautiful adventurous process, very unexpected things happen. Uh, I think when you listen to the music, you'll hear it. In, in my own composition, it's like, it was wonderful to have Maya improvise a huge part there and to hear her sound and, and, and spirit in, in, that, uh, in, in my own music. It's, it's an honor and a joy and a blessing. And then on top of that, we had the Indian musicians, Sharad Bhai, I know him, he always delivers soulful performances. And then the rhythmic part by Chandu, of course, it's, it's a joy. I mean, I can completely trust a top Mridangam player to join in with, with that nine beat thing. And Fatebai has this soulfulness on the sitar. So it was very unexpected, but very beautiful to, to have this uh, moment grow and bloom into a flower, all of the different pieces. Definitely. I actually wanted to ask you, uh, Maya, because uh, Heiko, I know that your background is already in classical music, uh, in Hindustani classical music. But uh, Maya, your background is more of a Western classical music from what I, from what I surmise is reading, uh, reading and listening to your music. So what was it like to, I guess, is this the first time you've collaborated and worked with Indian classical and, and then second follow-up to that is what was the experience like as a composer, as a musician playing in a, in a more, in a more new sort of musical environment. What was that like? Well, indeed it was, I guess, not completely first experience of playing uh, this kind of music, um, which I really love to listen to. Actually. I, I did some courses on Carnatic music in the past, but it was still quite uh, a theoretical thing for me, you know. I was a little bit nervous, actually, <laughs> because I I just have a lot of respect for, uh, yeah, Indian music, and I find it, in a way, challenging, more challenging to improvise than other kinds. But I think... Because of this mutual trust that we had in the session with Heiko and Rembrandt, 
it went all quite easy and fluent and yeah I didn't have to think about what I'm playing actually it just was coming to me and then you know so I really hope now that we will be able to meet all live and to do it completely live with all of you guys I was hoping if uh, Chandrasekhar Saab and uh, Fatih Ali Saab could also talk about their experiences of uh, playing this music, being brought onto the project. Uh, you know, as Sharad sir said that uh, him and Heiko were kind of working on the compositions first and they were in a more skeletal form and then the two of you were brought on to sort of fill out the space with Mridangam and Sitar. So uh, obviously, I mean, I've read a little bit about your guys' backgrounds, which are highly illustrious. So maybe if you could both just talk a little bit about your participation in this project, uh, you know, what was it like first time hearing the music, how you recorded it? To speak about my experience, it was uh, really exhilarating. I came in towards the end um, of this project when, you know, most of the, the, you know, mold was already created. So what I gave was my responses to the beautiful music that was already created. Um, I was not in the part of uh, creating music earlier when, you know, just uh, the way Haiku said, there were three of them recording together and then responding to each other's music. And there's something impromptu being created there. Um, so my role was when already the structure had already been created. And it was, in fact, very easy for me, um, rather less challenging, to react I had only to react and respond to the uh, music that had already been created, beautiful violin of Sharadji and um, rhythmic responses of um, Haiko in different places. So it was fairly easy for me, but again, challenging because there's such good musicians playing at different levels, uh, giving different kind of music. So I had to respond to each one of them in my own way. Uh, and uh, maintain my identity, the identity of uh, my music, which is Carnatic uh, instrumental Murnangam. So that was very interesting and challenging. I uh, really liked it. I enjoyed the, particularly the nine-beat um, piece that uh, was composed by Heiko. Um, it was good. I mean, we have a similar uh, time cycle in Carnatic music. Um, so, so it was very challenging for me that way to give various permutation combinations of nine, um, you know, in response to the, the beats, that the rhythm that Tabla had created. Amazing. For, for me, this, the feeling is really same about the music. And there's actually uh, kind of uh, two, three uh, kind of music altogether. Carnatic so, music, Indian classical music and also jazz field or the violin, tabla, all together. And after two years, almost two years, uh, this kind of such music, the good composition when we have, and we, when uh, especially I when when I heard and listened all the composition, I feel really uh, really happy to uh, collaborate with the Haiku Bhai composition nine beats also. And the Sharadai uh, composition, Mayaji, uh, all the composition are really great. And it is my pleasure and my uh, it is honor for me to collaborate all such kind of musicians all together. So it's a beautiful music. 
after two years, it is the first attempt. Very good. Amazing. You know, I think uh, some of our some of Box Out FM's listeners may not be as familiar with uh, the way the way classical music, Hindustani and Western classical music is composed. Uh, for the most part, a lot of people that we interview in the podcast uh, are artists, independent artists who have put out their EPs or albums, but they've either composed or recorded in a bedroom setting, which is at home in a, like a makeshift studio, or uh, they've done it at a studio with a bunch of other producers and songwriters. And I think their process is fairly different than something like this, where it's more like an idea or motif that uh, is built on and added to and improvised on top of by a bunch of different people. So it's more like a confluence of different energies. So I guess maybe if uh, Sharit and Heiko, you could talk a bit more about like the process of making such an album of music, because it's quite different from uh, making, you know, any other kind of pop or rock music. So basically, you know, the kind of training we've had, uh, I don't think we call can call ourselves pop musicians or, you know, or, uh, somebody who's, you know, who d- deals with, you know, commercial music. We always come up with the uh, number one first rule that we believe in that, you know, we should play our own music. Uh, in the sense, you know, because there are so many beautiful ragas which are already giving you so many beautiful melodies that you you are you know you grow up with so writing new music is always fun and challenging and this gives us a sense of satisfaction that we are writing our own tunes and we are giving it to our brothers and friends in europe and uh, to add their touch and color to the song so to have original music in mind is very important, number one. So this has been a uh, you know focus for many years. I have learned so many tunes, you know, when I travel, when I'm on tour, we meet so many new musicians, you know, on tours. And you, whether it's African music or jazz or whatever, you know, so many influence in the world when you get out. You grab all these things and you bring it home. And then you never know one African Kora player's line, which you like, might you might use it. And, you know, for instance, you know, a concept like connecting pathways. So these are the influences and the experiences we've gathered, gathered over the years, which help us to make new music all the time. And, uh, you know, obviously, I think now because of the pandemic and because of the inability to actually do a lot of things in person. Uh, it's really interesting and it's really timely that, you know, such a project exists and you're able to do a cultural collaboration as well. It's not just an artistic collaboration. It's a, it's really like an, it's a synergy of so many different forms of music. So I guess uh, if anyone would like to talk about like the importance of uh, the cultural collaboration aspect of this project, uh, that would be great. Uh, Heiko, maybe if you want to start. Sure. Well, I think, I'm living, I think most of us nowadays hopefully are living this life that we are kind of borderless in our, in our spirit. The world has become so small with internet, with international travel, and I meet so many beautiful young people, young musicians who are so open to the world and so open in collaborating and learning and absorbing. And this process is, is just bringing so much joy. I come from a non-musical background. I was I grew up without music. I became a musician when I came to India and I started 
after my 20th. So what to me is the most beautiful thing that I've, I'm still learning and experiencing is music is its own language. And to communicate in this way is the most important, I think. And then if you take that communication or connecting, I, th I think it's wonderful to connect to human beings. Whoever I meet, wherever I go in the world, I'm really interested in meeting people and, and spending a good time and, and, and learn from each other. I mean, kind of almost everybody you meet in life, you can learn something from. And then when music is the language, it's beyond words, which opens up a to total different new dimension. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I guess I want to, maybe we can talk a little bit about the, the songs specifically as well. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, the, the song that's called Thankfulness. I think it also has a Dutch title. I, I don't want to say it because I feel like I'm going to butcher the, the pronunciation. Give it a go, give it a go. And then Zonder Kloppen. Say it again, smooth, it was perfect. And Zonder Kloppen. Perfect, I'll come to your home now without knocking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what it means? It means that we're entering somewhere without knocking a door. So basically you just feel warmly welcome or you're kind of windows in somebody's house.
almost heard shades of like blues music in some sense like it it sounded very it went from it went from a very traditional rag introduction to almost a you know it, i mean i feel like fusion sometimes doesn't capture like as a word it doesn't capture enough of like the detail of what we're really like dealing with sonically but uh that one sounded like the piano especially uh the way uh mr rembrandt played the piano uh it sounds it sounds very influenced by by non hindustani music as well but uh, maybe uh maybe i'll 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 instead ask each of you what was like your the highlight which which sort of what what moment in the collaboration which song was like sort of the highlight for you rather than my highlight well let's let's continue on binnen zonder kloppen yeah because i think the, the title is wonderful it it adds really to this collaboration uh which was initiated by the netherlands embassy to bring netherlands and india again closer so binnen zonder kloppen is what i learned in india you're always welcome and people welcome you very warmly here so binnen zonder kloppen is a perfect title it was composed by rembrandt okay. and rembrandt is an amazing musician but also composer and his background is basically jazz and classical and he has a very very keen interest in world music from all, traditional music from all over the world so actually if you listen more to his kind of music he has created his own sound and style and i think binnen zonder klop is one of these pieces that really uh, represents him and maybe maya can speak more about it because he composed for maya music and you have to improvise on it so maybe you can add something i think it's always a matter of interpretation of course there are there were very nice lines to play in, in his piece and um, you had to find some approach what kind of function would i do would be more like a bass or would be more melodical and how do i still leave space for the others so yeah it was a very nice collaboration i was really happy that uh, all of us you hate to really supporting and giving a lot of input and ideas because you know when you just come and you play for the first time together in this way it's always uh, you know cannot never know what to expect actually and think we got some beautiful result definitely uh, chandrashekar sir if you want to talk about your highlight your personal highlight uh, well my personal highlight still would be the piece with uh, nines uh, reason being um, see we in our indian music most of the pieces are in eights mm. or we call it four or eight uh, multiples of four so that's very easy to follow easy to pick up most of the songs if you would know any song that uh, you sing would be in eights um, you know uh, so this nine is an unusual uh, rhythmic pattern <laughs> quite tricky uh, to catch uh, so uh, so that was the highlight as well as that was very challenging for me to make different patterns in that and not repeat myself uh, and respond to you know the music of the beautiful music created by others so that's my favorite piece sharad ji fateh ji i like two composition and sorry i forgot the name the first one is the uh, belongs to the classical raga we have i don't i forgot the name of uh, the composition which is the matter of uh, sharad bhai and uh, garden lounge uh, what 
garden lounge, right? Garden, 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 garden lounge.
I really enjoyed, uh, I mean, I enjoyed playing Flying Beyond a lot because, you know, the time signature and rhythm patterns in the song. Plus, Rembrandt's piece, uh, uh, Binnen Zonder Kloppen. <laughs> so, that was, uh, that really felt like, you know, knocking the door, uh, without knocking the door, entering into the room. <laughs> <laughs> because that piece is actually in 19. Oh, wow. 19 beat cycle. So, Very unusual. Unusual and uh, the pattern. So basically, understand the mood because the files that came from the Netherlands, you know, cello, tabla and piano files. I was just listening to Heiko G's, you know, tabla patterns and following the rhythm and all of that. So that was challenging, but it was so much fun. So I really enjoyed playing that. And of course, Flying Beyond is another beautiful composition. Um yeah, that's great. Uh, really good to hear each of your inputs on the music. And uh, obviously, we at Box Out really enjoyed listening to the music. And uh, we're excited to have it out in the world so that uh, everybody listening can also get a get a uh, get a taste of what uh, this collaboration sounds like. But um, I guess uh, just as just as parting words, I would love to hear you know as the musicians, as the composers behind this beautiful music. Uh, sort of what is your your message and what do you want to say to people who are listening? Uh, what do you want to put out there in addition to your music? Uh, you know, to, to you know that uh, holds meaning for you and you know what this whole uh, journey and this process has meant for you and what you would like to say to anyone else. So I think I want to give the message, especially since this project is a collaboration between the Netherlands and India. I warmly welcome everybody to the Netherlands, and as I've been welcomes so warmly in India, always, always, always. I can never forget in my life. So that warmth of welcoming, including people and, and sharing the food, the best food in the world. These things, I, I think we need more of this. We need to be kind. Business on the kloppen. Everybody is welcome and let's be kind to each other and share good times, good music and good food. I would love to say that I think the most beautiful thing in the world is to connect to each other and this project was a wonderful opportunity to connect and I hope it can serve also an example of what is possible, you know, because it's been extremely valuable learning experience but also just uh, personally I feel very warm and um, yeah, embraced that this possibility just uh, occurred, you know, to connect with such a wonderful musician. I think if all of us will be open for this magic to happen, that it will happen even more often. So I wish everyone a lot of magic and connection. Well, I would also like to echo the same sentiments here. Um, as uh, Heiko Ji said earlier in the show, that um, you know, with uh, the technological advances now, the borders have been erased. And we have uh, been able to come together as uh, you know one unit um, and create this beautiful music. And so, looking forward to more such uh, opportunities. And uh, because of this pandemic, we recorded separately in two different countries. So, looking forward to um, a situation where all of us work together in a single room and present a beautiful uh, concert and make better music and beautiful music for. All of you. Lovely. Okay, great. Um, thank you. Thank you all again for taking the time out to, to speak uh, in Mukul today. 
uh, again, really, really love the music. Uh, really love to hear about your process as well. As I said, we don't, we don't inter, we don't often interview uh, Hindustani classical uh, and and classical musicians in general. So it's very interesting, and I think we also learn a lot uh, speaking to people uh, from disciplines that are as uh, as unique as yours. So uh, so yeah, thanks again for for taking the time out and. Uh, um, I guess you know we'll we'll look forward to the music being out there and for everyone to listen to it. Thank you so much for having us, Ronak. It's been uh, it's been an honor and privilege to be on this uh, show, and uh, I wish you, uh, I mean, people at the Box Out FM, you know, all the very best for the uh, for only one reason: the kind of music you mentioned you're playing is brilliant. Because not every all the time we hear any radio station playing, you know. Uh, sort of non-commercial music, independent music. So we need people like you, to be honest. Yes, definitely. Thank you for this initiative and uh, joining hands with us in Connecting Pathways concept.